Live from the headquarters of Common Sense, this is Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. Our verse of the day comes from Galatians 6.10, and it says, Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Um, so today, guys, I have my Uncle Philip on. Uh, to talk about whatever, we'll, we'll see where this uh, goes. Hopefully, it's not a total disaster. Uh, thanks for coming on. Hey, my pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> so, uh, let's let's start it off this way. What do you necessarily believe when it comes to God and religion and all that, and why do you believe it? Uh let me start by saying this. Uh, I was raised in the church. Um, I spent a lot of time in the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a kid, I can remember we going from sometimes Sunday to Sunday. Yep. I mean, Wednesday night, Bible study. Thursday mm-hmm. night, this for practice. Friday night, um, service. Saturday night, some youth thing. And Sunday, back to the beginning. So I was always raised in the church. What I believe in, do I believe in a high power? Yes. I guess as I, I got older, uh, I guess I went through a different phase. Mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily, hey, is there a God or a heaven or hell? I believe there is something, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And the reason I believe that is because I think we have more control than what people say we have. Yeah. I mean, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I was asked one time, like, hey, well, do you believe in God? I said, I believe in something, but I don't know if it's a God. I mm-hmm. said, why? Well, it goes back to my first deployment. Okay. I mean, so I'm, we're sitting on this uh, point, right? And there was news of an attack and everything else. And before it happened, I can remember what I was taught when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. If you pray and be sincere, God will answer your prayer. Is that, is that still correct? Have you ever heard this? I have. I've read in scripture, yeah. Right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, so it's real, right? So if you get taught that from mm-hmm. your childhood, all through your childhood, you believe it, right? Yep. But when it comes to that moment and you do it and it doesn't happen, how would you feel about it? I wouldn't feel too good about it. I mean, why? Because it feels like almost a lie in this in a sense. Like, let's just say... Uh, I'm going to give you my example, but yeah. I want to hear what you want to say. Yeah, so if, if I were in your situation, I'd be disappointed and I would feel like it was lied to in a way. Okay. So here's the situation. Like I said, we was on this on the, on this point and uh, there was an intimate attack coming. And I remember mm-hmm. saying, man, you know, I just want to protect the guys around me. Just come on. If you just do this, bam. I know. Mm-hmm. And I prayed for it. Prayed the hardest I ever prayed for in my life. June 2nd, 2003, about 1130. I'll never forget this time. Uh, I'm laying on my back on a cot. Mm-hmm. I got a shirt like this right here, but it was a different kind of shirt. Yeah. And I had my weapon uh, on my chest. I'm laying off the cot. Mm-hmm. And all I can remember was R.P. Boom. And uh the sky lit up like Christmas. I have never seen that many colors. Not even on the 4th of July. We was getting hit so hard. Mm-hmm. And I rolled off the cut. And time I rolled off, 
I shouldn't be here because the rounds from AK-47 put about 10 holes in that cut. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just lucky enough. But off in the distance, I heard man down. Man down. Never forget it. It was the guy that taught me how to be a leader in the Army. Mm-hmm. All right? And we rushed up. We get him. And I remember uh, he got shot in the head. And we patched him up the best way we could. And the last thing I can remember from this guy is turning his head to the side and he started throwing up. And we looked at him. He's not going to make it. And we got hit again. We back to work. The next day, um, he passed. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, what the hell did I pray for? Mm-hmm. I mean, I really wanted that to happen. And it didn't. And I felt, like you said, lied to. Mm-hmm. All right? So it kind of changed me a little bit. It's like, you know what? How much do I control what happens? I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And it's one of those things with, um, like, religion and the Bible that are specifically hard to deal with. Um, yeah. In a sense, uh, when you read uh, scripture and how to best interpret it and what it actually means. Because mm-hmm. it's probably not supposed to be taken in its literal form. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, with Church of God and Christ, that's their biggest mistake right there, in my opinion. They That's one of them. They take things, and this is, of course, in other denominations, they take things too literally and don't play it in the proper context or they assume that they know what it's talking about. Yeah. Mm. So coming back from that deployment, I mean, as a, as a young, I was 21 year, years old at the time, taking mm-hmm. care of, I got four to five men up under my care, some married, some older than me, mm-hmm. but I'm responsible for all these people. And I talked to this uh, this pastor one time about the situation. He couldn't explain it to me. I'm like, man, what, what good are you? Mm-hmm. I mean, all that. Then, so innocent. It was like all that crap you told me when I was a kid. You, was like, man, like, boom. Mm-hmm. Where are you now? Yeah. I mean, how can you explain this to me? So, what, what, what good are you? Mm-hmm. So, I started questioning, like. Hey, man, that's probably a high power, but is it the, the guy that you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it the faith that you're talking about? Because everything you taught me when I was, I put it to the test, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. That'll change somebody, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. Do I believe there's a high uh, a God? I believe there's a high power. But, mm-hmm. uh, but not the Christian. Yeah. I don't know. Because there's too many religions out there, man. Yeah. I mean, looking back in the history books, like Catholicism, mm-hmm. Catholic. I mean, before it was, uh, was it uh, pagans? Pagans was the yep. biggest thing. Why did the Catholic Church become such a big thing after paganism? Because uh, in during the Roman Empire days, Constantine mm-hmm. basically branded it in a way. And, well, uh, that's one story. Yeah. I mean, but another part is that. The emperor, mm-hmm. right? He wanted it. Mm-hmm. He also put it in place. I mean, uh, you, you can check 
the references. You can check your references, whatever. He also mm-hmm. put in place that the priest I mean, could no longer get married. Mm-hmm. All right? Like, dude, that, that goes against everything. And the Bible said, hey, be yeah. fruitful and multiply. Yeah, and it's nothing right. to do with the Bible. It's so, just adding their own rules. All right. So you go back. Everything is up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. All right. How many versions of the Bible are there? Probably hundreds. Exactly. exactly. Probably hundreds. Exactly. Written by who? Or interpreted by who? Uh, scholars or whoever. King James. Yeah. King, King who? King that? King Louis for all I care. Yep. But the point is, if I read each and every one, that's probably, if you read a, a Proverbs verse from this one, you know, one from this one, one from this one, it's probably, it's probably interpreted in three different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much confusion in the the, the manual mm-hmm. that we have to go off of. That means your faith is always challenged, man. You don't know yep. what to believe. You're right, which is why... Um, you should go out and like try and find it and not just necessarily uh, listen to what your specific brand of Christianity tells mm-hmm. you. Uh, and that that's why uh, that one dude I was telling you about, Sean McCranny, that's why I love what he does so much because he's an outsider. He's like the Donald Trump of religion. Yeah, He um, doesn't care what the religious establishment tells him. He believes what he thinks is right, and he is open to other people's interpretations of it. And that's how church should be. Should? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you, you ever heard of a thing called come as you are? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No matter what clothes you got on, everything else, mm-hmm. bam. Like, man, church is not a fashion show. If you don't look the part, do they open up the door for you? Probably not. If they do open up the door for you, how much criticism do you receive? Instead of the building up that you should receive, probably a lot of criticism because you don't look the part. How could you come to church dressed like that mm-hmm. and worship? Yeah, or or you just tell them, well, hell, that's all I had. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter. I am here to to partake in the worship and everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes Christians are the worst enemy, man. They're worse than the drug dealers out there, man. You're right. I mean, 100% right. So I got a question for you. All right. All right. Ask away. Do you believe the churches are dying? In 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 this sense, right? The church is the the members. Now I won't say the church because the church is 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 the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Not the church in the building. So let me, let me let me correct myself. The church is not the building. It's the people. Mm-hmm. Right, so the people are are dying in the church, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not getting younger. I mean, how can the church save itself by getting younger? I mean, could the youth spun up and investing in the youth? So, how do you think? It depends on which particular uh, denomination we talk about. I think doesn't matter. It, it does. I wow. think it does. Church of God in Christ, I think, is dying. The Baptist church, I don't think is. In, in certain brands, the Southern Baptist church. There's a decent amount of youth. I think it will shrink, but not necessarily die off in a sense. Um, the, the way I um, 
I think the church should uh, attract more youth is to be more open to other ideas in, in a way mm-hmm. or open up the, the conversations of different beliefs and different thoughts on things. And going back to Kojic, that is one thing that they do not do at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if I were to go in there and say that I believe in evolution, which I do, I would probably get, the bishop and everyone else would get mad. But why? Why? Why is that a problem? While the pastor uh, at my current church, mm-hmm. he doesn't believe in it, but he's perfectly accepting of it because it's just a different view. As long as it's not as it's not changing the gospel. Uh, I think uh, sticking to traditions rather than what the Bible says is another fault. And uh, we do not know what we believe and why we believe it. We have done a garbage job of educating our youth on that are in the church currently on what we believe and why they believe it. We have no open thought in church. We have no thinking of other things and i don't think that's gonna change about the church i really wish it would though i agree with you i think the church is is it's in trouble mm-hmm. all churches i don't care what it is yeah i mean again i go back to myself i mean i probably I always tell people man i've been at church so much man i got i got 200 years on people, man. I can <laughs> just not go and still, I mean, have a have a VIP ticket in heaven because mm-hmm. all the all the miles of churches I went to. Yep. But after high yeah. school, man, like <laughs> life is different. I'm out in the real world, man. Mm-hmm. I can't revert. The church never prepared me as it should, as the community that it should prepared me for what I'm gonna face as a young man, young black man, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Didn't prepare me. So why the hell am I gonna go back there? You're not you're not building me up. I'm going to turn to another teacher mm-hmm. I mean, to continue my education in the world when you can't provide me any. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything ain't a double. Like uh the protest right now yep. that's going on. Most churches will say, ooh, the devil is busy. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, see? See, ooh, he's busy. Boy. Okay, what the hell are we going to do about it? Why are all the protests going on? And what can we do mm-hmm. right, to prepare the youth to face those challenges out there? No. Yep. Nah. I mean, you can't say, well, the protesters are like Joshua going around the walls of Jericho. <laughs> I mean, he, you just got to keep going on around there and the walls will fall down. What the hell I got to do with the protests in Minneapolis? in Atlanta, and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And why? It's so frustrating to me Mm -hmm. because the church I grew up in, I mean, you can ask all my family members, uh, all the kids, 10 of us that went to this one church. Mm -hmm. That church probably got two and a half members right there, and they all 70 plus. That church is dead. Mm -hmm. The churches in Carroll, Georgia, as a whole, are dead because all the members are over 60. There's not one. 
man, there are probably 10% of the churches down there with, with any 21 to 30 year old people in there. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. The churches are dying. They're dead. People are yeah. evolving. And if the church don't evolve with the people and teach the youth how to survive in the real world like they should, ain't going to last, man. You're right. And I've seen it in Carroll. Like, church you went to, Bible Way. Last dead. time I went there, yeah, a couple, a couple years ago. I'm like, man, the youngest person here is like, you yeah me but <laughs> you. but besides that it's like grandma lane or, or some other yeah person. over 60 man yeah hey, I, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. i can't put up yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. oh well what you did i'm, I'm blaming you she don't <laughs> do nothing to you she really get me yeah um but that is a failure on the part of the church mm-hmm. to yeah to adequately prepare the next generation uh so how's how's your the church that you belong to right now preparing you for life after high school? So they talk about um, aspects of life and like how to deal with uh, with like um, temptations and stuff. Now it's not gonna it's not the most adequate in uh, in let's just say. How do I describe it? Temptations. What, yeah, what, temptations. What, what, what temptation? All right. Uh, oh, don't you eat now, Ethan? Now, when you have a girlfriend now, now you got to be <laughs> very respectful. Take her home. You don't give a little sugar at the end of the night. You take walk her to the door and everything else. Now you won't be tempted now. I mean, but you gotta you gotta pray about those temptations. Uh-huh. Now, how we get little church kids? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you make a good point. You make a good point. I know, but, I'm a church kid. but I feel like in this particular church, it has prepared me more than my previous churches. Okay, so it's a step up. It's a step up. Is it what you need? No, no. Then that church is at risk, my opinion, of dying. Yeah, I, I think. I honestly think that it has a strong future. I, I, I do. I said at risk. I ain't say it's gonna be. It's at hey, risk. Uh, my personal opinion is that it has a strong future. Now, okay. I do think we need to do a lot more, <laughs> in particularly the youth section. We need to prepare our youth for real world situations. What, what was the what What was the hardest question in in the youth ministry that you've asked to a a teacher, a minister, or a thing there that they was like, hmm, I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. You know, I asked this one question that didn't go too far. I asked, and it, it's not like a very good question, but it was an interesting question. All right. I said, okay, when it comes to the Adam and Eve story, because I believe in evolution, right? All right, Adam and Eve. Do, oh, boy, boy, I got spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> Do you think that it was just parable like what jesus told mm-hmm. that is meant for an example mm-hmm. or do you think that is meant to be taken literally in his actual history and people are like huh i never thought of that never thought of it okay so i'm like okay all right most people say the bible is just parables mm-hmm. like greek mythology Yep. Lessons learned that you, that you can use in your daily struggle of life. Mm-hmm. That's that's all it is. It's a 
a guideline that yeah. can guide you this way. I ain't gonna give you all the answers, but it's a guideline. Mm-hmm. Of course, Adam and Eve, like, how can two people start the world? Yep. I mean, like, dude, if that was true, then all of us can folks, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had two sons, right? Yep. With Cain and Abel. Then one of them killed the other. Mm-hmm. And then he went off and found another wife somewhere yeah. else. How the hell did that happen? Well, the theory goes. No, 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 no. I'm just is, saying. Is it in the Bible? No, but that, that's what. But I, that's there confusing. is like, yeah, it's confusing. And I asked my former pastor um, down in Florida. I'm like, man. So you know how if you were to have relations with someone that is in your family, there would be genetic mutations. Yeah, right. I, they I have ears growing off the thumbs. And yep, stuff. pretty much. Uh. So, uh, with that said, I think that it is just meant to explain certain aspects of the Bible. I do not think that it's literal. Yeah, like... I think that... A guideline. Over billions of years, we evolved. That's where the scientific evidence leads to. Nah, don't talk about no dang old monkeys and all that other stuff. Hey. Now, I think people are already here. I mean, they've just scattered. Really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, look, look. If, if Cain killed Abel and he walked that way for a number of years, mm-hmm. he just randomly ran across a, hey, oh, sweet thing over there, man. Like, I ain't never <laughs> seen her before. <laughs> Thank you, God. Man, you've blessed me. Once I thought I was a goner. Mm-hmm. Let me try to start over. There's another tribe somewhere. Now, how they got there? You know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you can't say Adam and Eve was. Only two jokers on here, and then Cain marched that way, mm-hmm. and then just miraculously found somebody else. Mm-hmm. Did Adam lose the rest of his ribs and go out? That would still be his sister or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's an interesting uh, discussion to be had, but I think that another problem with the church is it's like, no, Adam and Eve, first two people. That's it. That's it. No room for discussion. And that's a big problem. Yeah. Because now, man, I'm questioning, like, do you know what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you ever looked at the, the in was it Genesis, when the earth was made, mm-hmm. right? And the sequence of events. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it, when it, when it say God made the heavens and the earth, right? First thing, yeah. Right? Okay. And then there was what? At the end. Oh, at the seventh day? No, 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 no. And on the first day, he made the heavens and the earth, right? Okay. And then, right, what is that? Yeah, he had to separate it. Yep, separate the sky from the waters, yep. Okay, right? Is that the heavens and the earth? That's day one? I think that's two separate days, rather. All right. Then he said, hey, you got to turn day into night. Yep. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Then... And then what was he got the gotta, third day? I think he created land, or maybe you know what? See how confused that is? Yeah, yeah. It, man, it is. you got heaven and earth, then you got to make land. And whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Yeah. It ain't that enough, man. So if you break it down, and everything else, man. Like really, people just read this, start like thinking about the stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like one plus one has got to be two. Yeah, whatever. 
I'm not saying all this stuff. I just think the Bible is a guideline, mm-hmm. right? If you say, um, I got to have faith, small, must receive, man, I got to believe. I got to believe with all my heart and I can do it. But I got to prepare mm-hmm. to the best of my ability to reach that goal. Yeah. If I just sit on my hands and, and not do nothing, will I reach my goal? Nope. Then say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If uh, what the guy name? Richard Dawkins? Uh, no, nah, man, nope. I, ain't, I ain't gonna talk about my boy. But <laughs> what, what, what was the guy that he couldn't have any kids? And his and his wife was like ninety five thousand years old. So oh, Abraham, yeah, he couldn't have kids. Yep. And then she was in her nineties or whatever it was, had a kid, something. Mm-hmm. Man, what? You know, the childbirth alone would kill that lady. I'm saying, I mean, the stuff we have learned, man, over the years. I'm like, do you know how over child? There's, there's women that have had one child healthy in their twenties have gone. You mean tell me this lady, nine six years old, mm-hmm. barely walking, having kids, get out of here. Now, okay, with that, I don't know. With, with you saying that, let let's assume you're right. No, no, no. I don't want to be right. I'm just, I'm just. No, no. Let's just assume that. It's interesting to think about. If God exists, if he created the whole universe, why can't he do that? Why can't he make a 90 plus year old woman have a child? So that's my thing. So what I do with like um, an atheist or something, I work Step by step. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk about God. Yeah. Bible, Jesus. Yeah. All those things true and real. Yeah. Why not trust the book? I, the book is a guideline to me. I treat the Bible as a guideline. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like a guideline to say, hey, man, direct my path. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I treat that as. All right. And, and I'm fine with that. And I view it in, in a sense of that way, too. But I also view it as... Um, is uh, the basically the origins and the history of Israel in a way, mm-hmm. and the fall of man and the redemption of man, and mm-hmm. the and what happened in between all that. Mm-hmm. So Genesis, creation, sin, beginning of Israel, Exodus, Israel slavery, and so on and so forth. And then Revelation is when Christ describing when Christ returns. That is what the Bible is to me. I think that it was meant, a lot of things in there are meant specifically for the current situations and aren't meant to be applied today. I'll bring a very controversial one. Killing gay people. Leviticus. It's in there. I've read it. All right. Written by men. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Is I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough um, one. <laughs> but he said, "Hey, man, love thy neighbor." Yeah. All right, but you want to kill these jokers? Mm-hmm. Is that love? No. I mean, I- now, now look. <laughs> look. What? They, uh, hold up. Hold up. I mean, I'm gonna speak this. It's it's complicated, and then we'll go to break really quick because we're right. running out of time. <laughs> All right. Um. So with homosexuality, it is a sin, of 
according to the Bible. But am I going to go kill my homosexual friends? No. Why? Because who were the laws of man, Moses what, written for? Ain't that one, man, who uh, were they ain't, written for? Hey, hey, first of all, isn't that one of the Ten Commandments? That's should not kill? Yeah. Okay, uh, Uncle Phil. If Israel was supposed to be God's holy people, Mm-hmm. When you read the new, t- the Old Testament, mm-hmm. oh, there was you, some bad folks. In yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've read the Old Testament. It's a pain to read. God's always smiting someone. But why? Why? But, he mm-hmm. he has to have a perfect example because in the presence of God, there can be no sin. So with that, so sin, we're striving for per- perfection. That's what Judaism is, not Christianity. There's no such thing as perfection. You're right. And no that's what thing. we learned through the law. No such thing. And and when we come back from break, I got a question on this this the the Jews in the promised land. That right. always, I mean, just a question. Yep. All right. You give me that countdown. All right, y'all. We'll be right back. Just gonna record a quick break thing, I guess. Hey guys, friendly reminder to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and go check out our YouTube channel and Instagram accounts. Thank you guys. The interview will begin in just a moment. All right, y'all, we're back from break. Uh, so what was the question you had for me? All right, so uh, let's say that with the, when the Israelites was um, enslaved in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Right. How long were they enslaved? They were enslaved four hundred years, I believe. Four hundred years. Yep. All right. The question I is like, why so long? Why so long until God? Yeah, Cain came out of there. Okay. So this is something that I've thought about a lot. Yeah. So let let's look um back into the past. Let's just say when God was sitting there just chilling before anything was created. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is this plan. Describing, described in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. So everything that was going to happen already in, in the existence. Got it. So when that happened, it was already planned. Mm-hmm. Because in order that, for, that. In order for mm-hmm. Jesus to come and save the world, there has to be certain things that happen. So that's how I try and rationalize it. All right, so here's my point. However long it is, it could be four years, four hundred years, it could be eight hundred years, whatever. It was mm-hmm. a long time, mm-hmm. right? To have a people in bondage, mm-hmm. right? What's the lesson? It's like you, you, you don't believe in me anymore. Now I'm gonna keep you, me in wraps, mm-hmm. uh, under wraps, letting another people control you, kill you, rape you, pillage, murder, everything else. Mm-hmm. Just so you can believe in me again? Mm-hmm. What? What sense does that make? Just, just hear me out, man. Hear me out. I'm hearing you. Hear me I'm out. You. So, if, if that's the case, if one generation doesn't mm-hmm. believe, right, and then they teach the second generation, that's that's at least 100 years, maybe 120. Mm-hmm. No. You mean tell me, man, all these other generations got to suffer this stuff too, man, for you to believe? Like, everybody's not going to believe, man. That's mm-hmm. like that's like the 80-20 rule, man. Yep. Right? If 80% of the people believe with all their heart, 
the other twenty percent, like, nah, man, this is bull crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you the God that says you are, get us out of here. Mm-hmm. Sin is believing. We can talk all we want to, man, but action speak louder than words. Yep. I mean, so that's my point, man. If you want me to learn a lesson, does it take four hundred years, man, mm-hmm. for me to learn a lesson? For my children to learn a lesson? Now, now again. Ooh. It, 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 hold, hold up. Uncle Phil, give me this. In order for certain things to happen, let's take the lineage from Adam and Eve to Christ. There needs to be very specific events that happen to lead to the birth of Jesus. My point is, Mm -hmm. if all these people are suffering, how can you stand by and do nothing? What they say, man, in the church, if one and two agree, that's church to me. You ever heard that? Yep, I have heard right? that. So everybody in church don't agree, but it's still church and the praise is going to go up. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't going to give the praise, man. Mm-hmm. That's just people. But why suffer so long, man? Even the people who believe with all their heart, man, those are the ones that was treated the worst. Mm-hmm. Crucified and everything. You ever read about a crucifixion? How did yes, I work? have. I have in Dude, the case for Christ. Yeah. Dude, that is some. Yeah. Whew. I know you suffocate to death. I mean, and to sit there and watch your faithful servant just. <clears throat> I'm still not coming. They ain't ready yet. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? If I was there, I'd be like, man, look. I ain't giving no more ties because mm-hmm. I don't see what it's going. I mean, yep. tomorrow when I wake up, it don't matter if I, and I was in bondage or something like that, like the Israelites, it would be very hard for me to continue to believe, and I knew that I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's hard, man. You're right. That's you are hard. absolutely right. It is very, very hard. But... Um, this is this is gonna sound uh, bad in a way, but sometimes sacrifice. And you brought up Jesus. How could God just sit there? Now it's clearly described in the Bible. Jesus could have just told the angels to boom, take me back up, but he didn't. Why? <laughs> Go back. I don't know. I mean, okay. I don't know. Like in Greek mythology, okay, right? Zeus is the all god and everything. Else. He need all the gods of Greek mythology need the praises of the people for their power. Mm-hmm. I mean, so sometimes they make them suffer and everything else. All Greek mythology, and sometimes mm-hmm. people compare the Bible to Greek mythology. Yeah, right, Richard. Right? Yeah. Yes, but but anyway, <laughs> so it was a in one portion of the Greek mythology. Zeus was mad at man, mm-hmm. and he made them suffer for a while, yeah. so they will remember who he is, and bam, send praise back up to him, so he can you know remain the big god that he is. Mm-hmm. You see a comparison in that through the Israelites. I mean, you don't want to compare it, but like, dude, it's mistaken. It's no mistake about it. Like they're, yeah. they're similar, mm-hmm. right? Man, all I'm saying is, good 
grief if the most loyal servants, bam, I mean, are just slain at a ungodly rate. What's gonna do to everybody else? Mm-hmm. Dude, I ain't gonna be. You you see what happened to Ethan over there? Mm-hmm. Dude, that was the most loyal servant I know. He prayed every day. But do you see what the Romans or the Egyptians did to Ethan? Mm-hmm. Ain't no what, man. I tell you what. When they tell me to go over there and worship this other dude, I think I'm gonna do it. They they took they man Pierce. They cut Ethan's hands off and just let him blade upside down or something. Just some imagine unimaginable death, man, they did to the true believers. Mm-hmm. If, by chance, by a miracle, I mean, when the knife was coming to chop off whatever body part they were going, and it stopped, I'm like, you know what that do to my eyes? I said, ooh, ooh. There is a God. The God that Ethan is serving is real. Dude, I ain't going to play poker no more. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to drink some wine today, but I'm drinking water. Because mm-hmm. Ethan, I'm following him. Because in in the midst of death, he came down. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to follow. All right. What so, happen, so, so, so with that. No, no, no. You see my point? Yeah, I, I, I see it completely. But remember the wages of sin is death. It's plain and simple. The wages of sin is death. So, Uncle Phil, in the Bible, Mm -hmm. it's very clear Mm -hmm. when sin ruins you. If you break one law, you break the whole law. That's in James. mm -hmm. So, you and I... So, nobody ain't going to heaven then. No, that's where Jesus comes in. That's where Jesus comes in. That's why Jesus had to come. So, we take his sacrifice. He paid the ultimate price. So, we... Can be saved. Can have a chance. Not a chance. If you accept him, you're saved. If you accept him, you're saved. That's that's it. Then it's still perfection. It's perfection through Christ. It's still perfection. There is no such thing as perfection. We're not perfected in ourselves, but through Christ we are perfect through his blood. You've heard this before. That's perfection. There's no such thing. Because tomorrow, it's going to be a different you. You're going to mm-hmm. evolve. You're going to mess up tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's perfection. I mean, it's Jesus's perfection. You know what? So here's an example. Jessica. Mm-hmm. Cousin. I mean, your cousin, love her to death. Right? So, man, that's probably Get drunk me tell the story back. But oh. anyway, uh, it was a she went to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. Mm-hmm. And she just want to repent in the line, man. Just repent. I'm gonna repent. I've been I haven't been good all week. I haven't been perfect. Mm-hmm. So I need to go back. And I guess in her mind, I don't know. I guess in her mind's like, dude, I need to repent. I need to wash all the way, get back. In the good graces of Jesus getting back in the blood, everything, let me start it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be better next week. Yeah. Well, she was told, like, look, you can't be coming in this line every week. I mean, you got to be better. Instead, mm-hmm. <laughs> they just eh, put on it. Did it change her? I don't know. 
I mean, she's a great person. She's still in, in the church now, man, doing very well. Mm-hmm. But my point is, man, like, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You can't strive for perfection. Even if you try, there's no such thing as perfection. Look, I agree. Not through nobody. No, no, no. I, I, just don't, I don't believe it. I just don't. Okay. I don't, now, I don't. You are entitled to that opinion, but... Biblical theology is very clear about it. We are still sinners. That's a guideline, we're still, man. I we're still in that. our flesh. So we still sin. Mm-hmm. But once we accept Christ, no, I ain't who, no, who died saying. on the cross okay. for sin, then we can be saved because Christ had no sin. If we're going to take the Bible mm-hmm. in, in its context. Yeah. So if Christ had no sin and he paid for our sins, yeah. it's like... I use this example on the podcast all the time with student loans. Let's say you have five thousand dollars. But student hey, loans. no student loans is a hot subject right now. <laughs> hey, I, I don't care. I would, I would go there now. I'm controversial <laughs> on this, <laughs> but um, with that, if someone, let's say a big corporation, got all the money in the world, no, Bill Gates. What, 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 we'll take I, Bill Gates. I, I'm, I'm the I'm the I'm the student loan folks. Yeah, like you you get a hundred thousand dollars from me to go to school. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll make your point. Yeah. So, if the person that has no debt, yep, gives you their money, not, yep, cover your student loan debts yep. that were crippling you. Yep. Maybe not at five thousand dollars, but hundred grand. Hey, right there. Yep. That means they pay off your debt. It is the same thing. Now you may go into debt more. Mm-hmm. Maybe credit card debt, mm-hmm. uh, mortgage, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But you still have your debt forgiven mm-hmm. by, uh, in this uh, example, Bill Gates. Why am I mm-hmm. getting an Amber Alert? Let me go ahead and get rid of that. There mm-hmm. we go. Um, so that's how I think of Christ. I'm in debt. I can't pay it off. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and he pays it off. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to go into debt again. Oh, I yeah. can't prevent that. Yes, you can. Nope. In the example. You can't prevent <laughs> that. Oh, yes. <laughs> so he's, his sacrifice keeps paying off the debt. Mm-hmm. That is how I see Christianity. See, I think he just made all these Amber Alerts come up, man. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, I mean. Anyway. So, so that's how I tend to reconcile with the whole biblical story. We're in debt. God pays it off. But there's only a certain way he can pay it off. So, I, I still believe there's no perfection. All right. Right? It's progress. If you strive for progress and not perfection, then you have a chance. Okay. Because you're building yourself into the best you that you can be. Mm-hmm. Realizing that you're going to make some mistakes. Mm-hmm. It ain't the mistakes that you make, man. It's what you do after you make the mistakes. Have you learned from them? Have you applied the lessons learned to the next day? Mm-hmm. That's not perfection. That's progression. That's just what I believe. I mean, and you're totally entitled to it. But I'm right. I'm, I'm more right. See, you're wrong. I mean, this is my whole uh-uh. point, man. Uh-huh. Now, Hold you're up. wrong. Now, I told you this yesterday. <laughs> you have to demonstrate it to I me. just did. No, no, I didn't. You just said what I believe is, and then... Boom! It's just a matter of opinion. Well, then. you wrong. I'm just gonna tell you. Uh, all right, uh, we'll, we'll set up a poll on my Instagram story. Who <laughs> is right? Is it me? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you hey. wrong on that one. 
<laughs> no, you probably got a little couple of extra in that, but on that one, hey, no, I, dead I can have this debate for as long as possible. And you're still going to be wrong uh, as long as possible. Uh, all right. That, again, you're entitled to that uh, opinion. The, the right opinion. Say that. The right opinion? Yeah, no. Say that. <laughs> say that. It is not the right opinion. Oh, well. Look, well, that's your again, opinion. we'll set up an Instagram poll. Who and, is right? And, and they're already both right now. Uh-uh. <laughs> Philip Cole or Ethan Foster? Who is right? Yeah. I mean, you... Yeah, you See? Who, he, he, First of all, just said, I was right. right move there. your hair out of the way. They're probably like, you need a haircut or something. <laughs> move your hair out of the way because you're blocking the viewers or, or the viewers who want to uh, see me oh, well. bust you up in this debate. Really? Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, anything else you want to touch on? Uh, any uh, topics? What were we talking about the other night, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how do we make America great again? Oh, right. All right. <laughs> right. I told you um, that we got a long way because America will build on a number of things that we'll probably never see again. One thing it was built with our hands. We were a skilled people. Mm-hmm. Right. You. Mm-mm. Manual labor is not your thing. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying. So to get America great again we have to accept that we got to get back to skills with our hands to build it back i mean not push it out that way it's like oh that i don't want to do that so with that i think that uh it, america is evolving to a new form of work and i like what computer programming for example or um or being a pilot, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. okay. All so right, all right. we we innovate and we're creative. So when we allow that to happen, we make progress through innovation. All so right. you may not I'm have finna, to. Who will to take you up on this one? Ooh, all I'm right, you. but uh, you may not have to work with your hands anymore. But you're still working. You may how you, be, how you, okay? How you get the product? How do you get the product? Yeah, how you get the product? Uh, give me a particular product. Any product, cars, cars. I mean, you make it. You, you can you make computer it. program all you want to, but to build the product, you got to use your hands, man. You got to yeah. have a skill. I mean, hands, robots, and so stuff. That, I tell you, I tell you what, you computer product, I mean, something. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have the skill to build it. Yep. You need me as much as I need you. Mm-hmm. Probably more. You need me more. Yeah. Because I can, I can sell it myself. It may take me longer. Mm-hmm. But through your program, it would take me much faster and stuff. Man, you get away out of it. So I, I need you, but you need me more. Mm-hmm. If I don't use my skill set, my hands to give you the product, you ain't got nothing, baby. All right, all right. <laughs> let's let's stick with the car example. No, no. <laughs> let's let's just pretend we had the cars today back in 1850. Just no factories. Build them with your hands. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to produce cars. Nearly as fast without robots and without machinery. So, yeah, I'm telling you. Man, Henry Ford was chopping them things out like like mad dog, man. Henry Ford didn't make nearly as many cars as we have today. Now, he made a lot. but Yeah, and they were quality cars. Them cars were running for 80 years. The cars we run, the clunkers, probably (laughs) break down in a year. I'll give you an example. Look look at uh, the Passat. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, don't talk about uh, yeah, have yeah. I, you had one, <laughs> and that joker would call back about fifty thousand times, and it was new. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, because nobody don't build with the skills no more. They depend on your computer programming, these little stupid little robots. Mm-hmm. They don't know nothing. But a man, a brain, a hands, a skill set, something that you learned that passed on from generation to generation. The Masons, man. Look at look, the look, look. Look, 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 look at the, look. How old do you think the pyramids are? Five thousand years. Four. Man built it with their bare hands, still standing right. Okay, now. but Ooh. and it, it's impressive that they did that back then. But with the technology we have now, we build bigger but you and still need the skill set of America to run your stinking computer program. See, now you're wrong again. <laughs> I give you another example, right? All right, all right. Okay. Go How do you ahead. eat? What you eat? What's your favorite food? The carrots, <laughs> right? We'll just go with that. We'll just carrots, go with that. right? How you think you get carrots? You grow them with what? Ooh, your hands, man. Ain't no computer. Yes, but you use that computer program to sell it to HEB, Walmart, that, and all these other places. Look, you don't think? Just that, say you're wrong, and I'll stop. No, I'm not gonna admit <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> You're losing, man. You're losing. No, you talking over. You're like Trump in the debate. You just talk what? over him and then pretend you win. <laughs> exactly. Right there. Called you out on your bull crap. Anyway, so with modern day technology, we make Ego things. No, no. Look, if we make things easier for ourselves to do it and do it in more mass production. How is that not making America? You can't great get again? a bullcrap product that ain't gonna be worth two cents. Okay, let's not talk about this. Stuff. We can talk about Toyota or something. Boom! Talk food. about food. You know right. that food. Here's an example, right? Say, hey man, the ISIS, ICE people, when they got all the the, the Hispanic folks out of California, right? Mm-hmm. Left the farmers in a in a just a bad way, man. They yeah. had all this. Product in the field like strawberries, carrots, all all the produce, right? Mm-hmm. It's cash crop, so you yeah. got to pick it every day. They went out to the American people, the youth, you, right? <laughs> you, your youth type of you folk, the 15, 16, 17, high school, young high school people, young college folks, come on out here, let's make America great. Pick up this cash product, whatever. Lasted one day. That farmer was losing a million dollars a day because nobody would go out there and get the cash product. So the price went up at HEB, Walmart for the next strawberries, mm-hmm. right? So your computer program ain't do nothing. Okay, but you're seeing too much on the computer program. That's just one example. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So you do you think that America can be great in different ways, not necessarily the same way it was fifty years ago? The base of America has got to get back. What made America great is the building, mm-hmm. right? What's um, what's going to sustain America and get us back to where we were, well, where we need to be, so we can evolve into that and balance it out. Mm-hmm. It's the skill set of America. We're losing our skill set, man. I mean, nobody wants to go to the vocational and technical schools anymore. I mean, you want to be computer science. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But the balance is off. I mean, that you got most of the people in America want to do the quick and easy jobs like computer science, um, you know, political science, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? When... The vocational technical side of America, which you bid on, is is going away. So to get back to the revolution, I mean revolutionary stairway that we're going up. Yep. I mean just build up 
we got to give our skill set back, man. I mean, well, I, I can agree with you uh, to a certain extent. I just think that American can go that way with the skill set just through modern-day technology and easier techniques to do modern-day things so we can continue to innovate and continue to get bigger and better and make our lives easier and more prosperous. got to have balance. You're right. You're, I mean, you're right. So, I, I so, agree with you there. So a um, electronic pulse can go off, mm-hmm. right? will set us back a long time. But with the skill set, we can still survive if we just learn a trade. Yeah. You don't have to use a trade every day, but you got to know one to survive. That's my whole point. Our balance is off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't have life easy all the time. Just can't. America, the world in general wasn't built that way. Mm-hmm. It was built on people using their hand to survive, to sustain themselves. I mean, and when you come with, I mean, is te- not technology a bad thing? Heck no. It's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But our balance is off. Yeah. I mean, and I agree with you there. Um, so you're wrong. No, no. Just say you're I never, wrong. I never disagreed. Yeah, you. you know, I never so disagreed just say, in that particular just, area. But, but, but you know, just say it's I'm right. It's the way you worded it. That just say America I'm, can never just, be just say great I'm, again. Just say I'm right. I no, I mean, to get back, America to get back great, we got to find a skill set again. Uh, you're right, but I think we can get a skill set in other ways. Like. I don't I don't get how in order to make America great again, we have to use specifically our hands to start building things again. I do think there needs to be a harder work ethic. Yeah, yeah, for you. But yeah, I'm lazy. I yeah. don't know what else to do. But you, you are the future of America, man. Mm-hmm. Of, of the world, matter of fact, man. Because one day, man, I'm going to be old. I mean... And I'm going to have to depend on you, me, on your computer science or your computer programs and your mm-hmm. skill set. So, like, hey, keep this thing rolling. Yep. If not, man, who's coming behind you? There's another, I mean, age group coming behind you, man, that's just got it. I mean, like, dude, Ethan worked too hard, man. I don't mm-hmm. want to do none of that. Why is Ethan doing this podcast? Man, I'm like, golly, man. He got to set up his mic. He got to set up the phone. He got to set up. I'm like, golly, that's too much. Why don't I create a program which is I just hit a button. It does it all for me. Those days are coming, man. It's going to kill us, man. It's going to kill us. You really think that? Yeah, because we don't have a skill set anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, what musicians. You know when musicians, man, used to, used to play for hours, man. Now we got this beat machine and everything else, man. Mm-hmm. Like, there are no bands anymore. Nobody plays live. Nobody even sings anymore. It's all auto-tune. Mm-hmm. I mean, the skill set that we was brought up on that made us who we are as Americans, it's been lost. The balance is off. Mm-hmm. To make America great again, we got to find that skill set again. Everybody is talented in different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just got to find our talent, make it our skill, and go. Mm-hmm. I mean, your talent may not be being a mason or a construction worker or a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. It could be the computer thing. It could be doing this podcast to spread the mess around there. That could be your talent. Mm-hmm. You're just balancing everything out. Yeah. 
So you doing? And again, I never disagreed with you. So I'm right. No, no, no. <laughs> that is not what. Just say it. the way you worded it. I disagree. Just with. say I'm right. No, I'm not I'm, just gonna say you're right. Uh, first of all, what? Why won't you say I'm right? Because you know I'm right. I never disagree with you in that particular area. You all I'm saying is, in See, order to make America great again, we need neural. Let me finish. I, I'll let you finish. Just perfectly fine. In order to make America great again, it, in specifically in Trump's arena, is to bring back economic opportunity, bring back jobs, and I'm just saying what he interprets it as, uh, to bring back uh, innovation. And I do not think that it needs to be specifically the way it was. Do we need skill sets? Yes. Do we need more uh, uh, hard work and hard work ethics? Yes, of course we do. That's somewhere I failed. That's somewhere where a lot of people in my generation has failed. But I do think America can be quote unquote great again. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm right. Let's just say I'm right. Oh, well. Uh, do you want to go to another break or uh, and do another segment, if, or do if, you want to end? If, if, just say I'm right. You were never you, wrong. First of all, first you should place. put a poll and say, hey, uh, this whole time we've been on here, was I right and you wrong? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, I'm telling you, it, it's going. It's about two, 200 people on it right now said, man, that guy's <laughs> awesome. I don't know what Ethan got this guy. You overestimate my I'm audience. Telling you, man. Just like, he's so awesome. Oh, if he was going for president right now, you think he may? Oh, you may get my vote. I don't okay, know that's, 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 that's a little far, man. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I mean, but nah, man. I think we end it right here till next time, man. So I can get you can get some more tops so I can bust you up again. All right. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it and of course they enjoyed all, it, man. And, and also remember. He was wrong this entire time. I'm if he you. wants to play this competition I'm telling game, you, man, telling what? you, just they, like they Trump, already saying, man, I, I will bust man, you up, man. I, I feel like um, Hillary don't Clinton, try to wave your Bible, man. I like, feel like I Hillary Clinton right now, just gonna <laughs> talk getting, over. You was getting busted up, man. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Common Sense Christianity. If you haven't already, subscribe to they our subscribe podcast. This one, man. I'm telling you. All right, and to our YouTube channel. I'm Ethan Foster here with Philip Cole, who happens to be my uncle. Who was until- busting you up. All right. <laughs> and until next time, I'm Ethan Foster here with Common Sense Christianity.